film talk we're gonna discover the best movie of all time hey guys i'm joe and i'm buddy and welcome back to film talk this is episode two yeah um we're on our continuous journey to figure out what the best movie of all time is. In case you couldn't tell from the theme song. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last week, if you don't remember, or if you didn't listen, or if it wasn't even a week ago and it was just a couple of days ago, I don't know, we haven't really decided about that yet. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Anyway. Yeah. Last week. Ugh, I keep saying last week. I guess we're just going to do it weekly. Okay, know, last whatever. week. Anyway. We'll go right <laughs> But um, the last time that we sat down and recorded this... Um, we talked about Mission Impossible 1 and Scott Pilgrim. Mission Impossible 1, I think we gave it, what, like an 82? An 82, beca- and it did not, it's not going to go onto the list of right. one of the and best movies Right, and it's not on the list of the best movies of all time. But Scott Pilgrim, we gave a 94. Right, and, and, if, you, and if you haven't seen that episode, go watch it. Go listen to it. Go listen to that episode. But Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Oh, and watch Scott Pilgrim. And watch Scott Pilgrim, definitely. But that made it onto our potential candidates for the best movie of all time. Yes. This week, we're going to be talking about Mission Impossible 2. Mm-hmm. And, um, thank you, again, for the music. Yeah. Which... That was not a good movie. No, yeah, it, whenever... That fr- was bad. See, the, the that, frustrating, was a, that was a bad time. It, it was frustrating me because it did fantastically in the box office, right. but... Okay, but we're not going to get into that right now. Okay, but we're, gonna, we're going to talk about that at some point in the future. Yeah. And um, we're also going to talk about Hacksaw Ridge, which yes. personally might be my favorite movie. Really? Yeah. That might be the winner okay. for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, also... Are we going to talk about... Captain Marvel, or do you want to save that for next time? We can maybe just talk a little bit about what okay. we think is going to happen. Right. Analysis, kind of. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about those two movies, and then we'll talk about a little bit, just a little small amount of um, Captain Marvel. So, hang around for that, yeah. Okay, so, Mission Impossible 2. Um, I'll go ahead and sum it up, and then you give your first impressions of it. Stop <laughs> playing with the music. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sum it up, and then you give your first impressions. How's that? Yeah. Okay. So, Mission Impossible 2 is about a stranger. It's supposed to be about Ethan Hunt. It's not. It's about a stranger guy with long, luscious, beautiful... Playboy. ...beautiful hair. Playboy. Oh. He winks at every girl he sees. That's true, but you know he what? When you have hair like that, you, ha- you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Whatever. Anyway... But so it's about Tom Cruise playing a guy named Ethan Hunt, but it's not Ethan Hunt. Um, yeah, that's one thing that becomes very, very clear. Yes. But um, basically, he is sent on this mission where he has to stop this disease from being thrown out into the world and being sold to people. So there's this disease that's created along with a... Don't, don't play that. I'm not. Don't play the Hacksaw Ridge music right no, now. I'm, I'm just getting it ready. Okay, well, Jeez, you know what? Being prepared. <laughs> now they know we're being prepared. Well, you know Whoever what? they is. <laughs> you know what? Just sit there and think about what you've done. I'm getting it ready. I'm right, actually well. getting prepared. It's <laughs> actually something that people appreciate. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, what so he's basically, he's on this mission to stop this disease from getting out to the open. Um, on the way, he is told that he needs to get this girl, Naya, to help him with it. And, um, 
you know, they're like, hey, this girl is a thief. You need to recruit her to help you with this mission. So he goes and tries to recruit her, and instead of just recruiting her, he just sleeps with her. Which is not something that Ethan Hunt would do. It's something that I feel like Tom Cruise would probably do, but not not Ethan Hunt. No. He he just immediately is like, hey, want to sleep together, baby? Yeah, pretty much. He kind of uses her, but then yeah. he gets attached to her. Yeah, so then they kind of fall in love. Not love. They get infatuated with each other's bodies, oh, oh. pretty much. Um, spoiler warning for Mission Impossible 2. Oh, like yes. we said, don't <laughs> listen to this if you have not seen the yeah, movie. Yeah, no, we're going to give Hacksaw pretty Ridge. much the whole thing. Go watch Hacksaw Ridge. Warning, Maybe just don't a... watch Mission Impossible 2. I don't think yeah. that it really matters Spare yourself some. Spare yourself like two hours of your life. Yeah. Don't don't ba- don't waste it. And if you haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, watch that. We'll give you time to pause it right now to watch Hacksaw Ridge. You don't need to see Mission Impossible Two. If you have, that's great. You'll know what we're talking about. But you can spare yourself. And um. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to watch Hacksaw Ridge, you can watch that wherever you can. I don't know. It might be on Netflix, Amazon Prime. There's a ton of violence and gore. And language and stuff, but it, honestly, it's a good time. So watch it. Yeah, blood everywhere. Yeah, hype. Body limbs. We're not talking about that right now, Josiah. Jeez. If it bothers you, don't watch it. Just sit there and think once again about all the things you've done <laughs> in the last what? How long have we been? Two seconds? Five minutes? Five minutes, and you've already messed yeah, up. Yeah, he sent to destroy Chimera. That's like his main mission. Yeah. So Chimera is a disease. He sent to destroy well, it. To reach him, he has to reach um, Ambrose. Right. So then there's that. this guy named Sean Ambrose who, honestly, I don't even completely understand how he's even involved in all of this. I guess that he's just a guy who wants to sell it. So they're like, "Whoa, we can't let this guy sell it." And so Naya used to date him, and he was all like, "Man, I'm so in love with you. Sean I, Ambrose, yeah. I wanna just be with you all the time." And Naya was like. Nah, bro. I'm gonna go sleep with Tom Cruise. Which that's not really what happened, but I she know. just she, she left, left him. him because he was a creepo and right. she was like, yeah, I don't really he need this. Cuts off people's fingers. That's true. And she was like, nah, I'm not really about that life. So she bailed, and he was like, I need her back. <clears throat> and so she gets herself put in prison so that he has to go and rescue her and save her. Yeah, has to go and save her and. Then he's like, you're going to live with me now. And she's like, that's cool. But it was part of the plan. Right, it was all part of it the plan. It was all part of the plan to reach Sean right. so then they but could so, get the Chimera. But like Tom, Tom, I keep saying Tom because it doesn't feel like Ethan. Anyway, but Ethan is told, you know, hey, um, just get this girl to be a thief. So he sleeps with her. And then the next day, the director is like, by the way, she needs to go and sleep with Sean so that he'll give her the details about the disease. And Ethan is like, she's not ready for that. She's not a spy. It's then impossible. The most sexist line. Well, hold on, listen. Well, I mean, yeah, they do say that. This movie is pretty sexist, which you know is kind I of. I think annoying, there's like one girl character. Yeah. And there's they, one girl character, and they use her and to the have leader, sex with the guy. And the leader of the IMF, who never comes back again, when Tom Cruise is like, Ethan Hunt is like, she's not trained. He's like, well, she's laid with a man. She has all the training she needs. Yeah, it's. Like, John what? Woo, really? the director, apparently did not care about Mission Impossible women no. or Ethan Hunt or Tom Cruise. Yeah, apparently. He did care about his hair. Yeah. That was... But so, anyway, and, you know, Tom, Ethan, is all mad. And he's like, I don't Just want her... Ethan. <laughs> I don't want her to go and sleep with Sean. That's weird. And Ethan? she's... Ethan? Ethan. Ethan. Okay. To me, Ethan sounds better. 
Tamethan? Yes. Tamethan. Okay. So Tamethanom is going and Tamethanom. 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 Crumps. Crunts? Crunts. Like grunts, but crunts. Crunts! Grunting is like, ugh, and then crunting is like. But that's only who he is in the second movie. A little bit in the fourth, but mostly just the second. Watch all Mission Impossibles before you watch ones that have. Because we're probably going to dive into the other ones too. To meet the non crunts. (laughs) We're going to. Yeah, just watch all the Mission Impossibles. That's a good time. Anyway, but, um, yeah. And so she's like, no. And she's like, and he's like, hey, you have to go and do this thing. And she's like, but I thought that we were together. And he's like, yeah, well, we were, but this is the mission, and you have to go do it. And she's like, well, I guess that I just thought that along the way, things got personal as well as physical. And he's like, would me not wanting you to do it make you feel better? And she's like, it would, actually. And then he's like, well, then feel better. And he's, like, screaming in her face. And then for whatever reason, that, like, makes her feel better. I don't understand. That whole scene kind of makes me just get the uh-oh feeling. The whole movie makes <laughs> the me whole, get the uh-oh. The whole movie is just one Sean big Ambrose uh-oh and him are just like, I'm more sexy for Naya. That's what they're doing the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I kind of just wanted to grab the TV screen and just be like, you're both pretty. Can we focus on the A plot Ooh, and get Diana, off of the B plot? Wow. Sorry, he just looked up pictures of Tom Cruise with his hair in the second one. Yeah, just... He's, like, in this movie, he's, like, 65 in the second one, and no, honestly... He's <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not at all. He looks, like, he looks how he does now, but... Yeah. With less, less old. Kind of younger. Less wrinkles. That one. He has like a like a little goatee thing going on there. That's right. Anyway, but you have no uh, idea what we're talking about. No, sorry. We're very distracted. Okay. So I think that this movie was well. We need to. So the whole plot, the whole thing is okay. okay, So Ethan goes in, and it's dramatic, and it's basically a repeat from. The first film, and he goes to yeah, destroy he, the chimera, and he does it all except for one dose. And then Sean's you're shouting like, right now. Can you Sean, tone it back just a little bit? Sorry, I'm just trying to get through this. And it's refreshing. Okay, sorry. You're right. Sean is getting. He, Sean's like trying to get the last. Yeah, so dose. Sean's trying to get it, and then the girl Naya like injects it. Then, into herself and she's supposed so that, to give it to Sean so that then he can do whatever, whatever the heck he wants. I think he wants to like destroy the world. Right. But so her whole thing is that like if she. And there's only a certain amount of time before they can cure her. And if they cure her, the disease altogether goes away. If they can't cure her in time, she will die and she will get the disease everywhere. But really, Tom Cruise is just... Tamethanon Crunts is just worried... Tamethanon Crunts is just worried about Naya. Not the world. No. Just Naya. Which he does kind of have a problem with throughout the whole thing. He's just not willing to trade lives. He's like, Captain America, we don't trade lives. And you don't. Good stuff. You can't. But... Watch all the MCU movies. We might accidentally... 
Okay, but we anyway. might actually spoil like every movie that's ever existed. So just we're if you've like, never seen like, all, by the way, in Shrek, <laughs> if in every si- if you've never seen every single movie, just don't listen to us ever. Okay, okay. not really. I'm glad that we've to. covered that. Okay, but so while Tom Cruise, Timothy Crunts is on, like he <laughs> just Naya shoots herself with it. Right, we already told you to watch it. Right, you so don't have she to. Shoots, she shoots, she shoots herself, herself with a dose, and then the whole world's at stake or whatever. And then Tom Cruise has to go save her before it everything you know right Luther's but in this. so and the you know that's the plan the plan is you know yeah. she's gonna like throw herself off a cliffs cliffs off of cliffs if in the last second before she can be dosed with the but cure wouldn't it get exposed that way too N- no because if she dies the disease won't spread in her anymore and it'll just go away which is kind of that sloppy story writing on their sense. part but that's what the story is it's like are you gonna try to put any science into this no, no, just thought we might as well We're wrap just going to hope that Everyone's they don't bored. pay attention to that. They'll be bored by the end of it anyway. But anyway, the whole thing revolves right. around Tom Cruise and Naya. Right, mm-hmm. this love story that, honestly, it wasn't even a really believable love story. They're... Because the whole thing is that, like, she's a thief. He catches her while she's thieving. They're in this bathtub hiding from people. And she's like, you mind if I'm on top? And he's like, whatever you want, baby. <laughs> and he's like, okay, listen. There is one scene, that scene. When he is so, he is not Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Oh, he is not Tom. He's not even Tom Cruise. He is. This is the scene when he truly embodies to meet the non crunch. It's this scene when they're in this more bathtub. like a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Like, but Bruce Wayne's Wayne doing that just so that right. people won't tell well, Batman. You know so he's, what? he's not even doing it for the greater good. He's just doing it because John. He's just Woo doing is it because that's who he is at this but point. But their love story is not. Hold on. No, I'm talking about the scene right now. So they so they have this scene where they're like in a bathtub and you know they they're fully Nothing clothed. Happens. They're fully clothed. They're fine. They get into a bed. Well, that's different. That's just, different. Beware, just children. Just sit there. <laughs> but listen, skip so, forward about twenty seconds. Yeah, but anyway, so they're in a bathtub and they're fully clothed and everything. But she's trying to snatch this necklace from these super rich people. Catwoman. Yeah. And he's like, Nah, hun, you rises. can't just snatch that necklace. And she's like, Oh, but I can. And, and then he's, the, he's like, It's not good. So they're in this bathtub and they're like hiding from the people so that they can't they see, don't them. see them. And at first, Do I see your body? and at first he's like, you know, on top of her, right? And then she's like, you mind if I'm on top? And then they like flip over so that she's on top of him so that she can reach what she needs to reach as far as the necklace goes so she can snatch the necklace, right? And he's just, you know, laying under her and he's just like smiling because he's got a good view or whatever, which is so uneven. Yeah, why'd you have to say that? Well, because that's the movie. This is the reality of the horrors of this movie. You have to talk about the truth. You can't just hide the truth from the people. This is not censored speech. To me, the non crunch is not a good American man. He likes Mexican music. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Shh. Anyway. But there's this one part in particular in that scene when she's like, are you going to stay there forever? And he's like, hey, I'm just doing what you told me to do, babe. And she, like, knees him. Like in the ribs, you remember that part? She like knees him in the ribs, and he, makes, and he makes this face, and he's like, "Ooh, you're feisty, girl!" And he like gets up, and that's it, and that is the whole like part. And that part, for whatever reason, when I think of this movie, I think of that scene, Here. and I just like I just get so Here, angry because it makes me just so angry because that's not that's not Ethan. Ethan would never make that stupid them. Okay, what? The me the non crunt face. He would never do that. Ever. Well, it was a good they, smile, but they did it they was dirty. Just 
diabolical. They did eat them dirty. I think that this movie deserves a negative four. Because of that scene. That's, okay, that scene deserves a negative 600. They had some The movie cool overall scenes, did have some pretty cool parts. Cool. You're right. The movie overall did have some cool parts. So I would 10. give it a 42. That's the number that I was thinking of Nuh-uh. after I said 43. 35? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with it. All right. But here's the thing. So, John Woo presents Tamitha on Crunts as his playboy. And... Being a playboy, wouldn't it seem like he just gets with women, does whatever he wants, doesn't care about them? So why is it that this one girl, who's a thief, I mean, obviously he needs her, but in order to get her, he just sleeps with her. <laughs> and then that he's works. like, I don't want you to go. And, and do then this they're job. in love. Like right. a playboy is not gonna do that. Exactly, a playboy Bruce isn't gonna be with exactly. Uh, like a playboy isn't gonna be with a girl for one night, and then all of a sudden he's just in love. And he's her. willing to risk. And he's willing to not even care about the world. Right. He's like, if the world ends, we'll be together. No. Nope, no, no. Will be ended. You're but logic so is flawed they're, here. They're just their chemistry made no sense. On. The villain. Was not good. The villain that, was so annoying. That scene where Tom Ugh. Cruise and they thought it was so cool when Tom Cruise, Tamitha on Crunts, and Sean Ambrose would slash. Yeah, there's this one part when they're on motorcycles and, and they, they jump. just crash into each other and then like fall but back. They, but they but they jump and they think it's so cool. They put yeah. it in all the trailers a bit and then they hit <laughs> each other. But they just like kiss. They don't kiss, but they just go. They're just like Duh, and they jump and then their hands. Are you wearing cologne right now? Are you? To me, the non-crunch <laughs> is not the part what I do. Wait, are you wearing cologne? <laughs> what? Are you wearing cologne? I could be. You smell really nice. Did you just get out of the shower or something? You did. Wow. <laughs> is That's that... weird. No, just, you smell nice. You smell good. You, you smell to... clean. <laughs> you had to say that. Well, just, you just smell nice. Tamitha on Crunts and Sean Ambrose <laughs> jump off motorcycles and they hit each other, smack, they're just like, just, you know, you're waving that. your arms all around. I can smell <laughs> the clothes. <laughs> it's my stinky feet. Old Spice? No. <laughs> you don't have any Old Spice on there. <laughs> you mean so... to tell me. We don't need every, yeah. we don't need the people who listen to this, which is a very limited number, to know everything about me. This Justin, Buddy uses Old Spice. Soap. Soap. So, anyways, Tom Cruise and the, the Sean and Tamitha on Crunch and anyway, they just, just collide okay. and it's stupid and they have a dumb fight and it's a big deal. Then the movie, basically, the problem ends. that I have with this whole thing is that Sean is not threatening whatsoever. I looked at him and I was like, he was definitely a nerd in high school. <laughs> he was the guy who sat alone with no friends. Like you, you know, you look at him and you, you, <laughs> he's you know, sitting at the table. I will get to me the next Yeah, for real. <laughs> but see, like you look at him and you, you know that about him. You know that he is not gonna, you know. And he's sitting here and he's talking about how much he wants to be with Naya and it's disgusting. And he's he's cutting off people's fingers. And he might be a madman and he might you know be really hormonal and have a lot of testosterone. But that doesn't make him. That is the reality of this movie. Kids, I don't think you should watch this episode. We're talking about cologne soap. <laughs> it's getting dirty up in here. But, <laughs> but like, this, this is the reality of the movie, buddy. Anyway, but, you know, and he, but he's not the, he's not scary. I was never concerned that, like, you know, that Tamitha non-Crunch was going to have any issue battling him. Tamitha non-Crunch just went through all of that in the last movie. Like, five of his best pals died in the last, spoiler warning, for the first Mission Impossible movie. 
Like, five of his pals died in the last movie that he was in. And you mean, you, you want me to believe that he can fight off the whole IMF, but for whatever reason, he is just completely incapable of being an enemy of this Sean Ambrose guy? See, the whole thing with no. this whole Mexican thing, and see, what really disappointed me about this was that John Woo... He was more things, focused with the scenery. John Woo was not a good director for a Mission Impossible movie. And John Woo... Loved, and the soundtrack... You have my respect. But also, you, don't you should have my probably get a new job. And he, he's known for advancing the like Ethan action Hunt. genre in a good way, but all like there's a scene when Nia gets in a car and drives off, and then there's a slow mo of Ethan taking a step back. Slow mo. <laughs> a slow mo of something that's just a quick little thing, and they exaggerate it where it's like bam, bam, bam. It's probably Mexican music because John Woo's known for doing Mexican standoffs and stuff. Is he really? He is, yeah. So yeah. that's why the whole movie was in Mexico. Kind of selfish of him. But, but then, like, yeah, right? in the car He's scene, like, whenever Nia and Tom Cruise defy the, the laws series. of physics, and they're just <laughs> spinning on the cliff, and they don't die. <laughs> but in the cinema yeah, so wins... I it, really feel like he was overly focused on how the movie looked, and he wasn't so much... On the story. On the story. He wasn't really focused on making sure that Ethan was Ethan, which he wasn't Ethan. He was to meet the non-crunts. As we have, you know, talked Amen. about a lot on this episode. But, you know, I mean, we have that brilliant scene of, you know, Tamithanon Kruntz climbing these cliffs, which and Tom like, Cruise okay. really actually did do. And that's what and started that's the pretty whole, impressive. I'm doing my own stunts thing. Right. And that's, that's good. And this movie did start some cool trends of, you know, Tom Cruise doing his own stuff. Stunts. Tom Cruise jumping into people. Not really. Tom Cruise riding motorcycles. Did he do that in the first one? I don't think he ever. I don't think he rode one in the first one. At least not for an extended amount of time. And the first one he did ran over. Yeah, the first one he was sprinting. This one he was riding motorcycles. So, Tom Cruise didn't even get to fully sprint his heart out in this one. He was too busy riding motorcycles. Chasing Sean. And kissing Naya. Yep. That's the reality. See, Hans Zimmer did this soundtrack. It was a terrible soundtrack. It was just the whole time it was like... Which, by the like, way, like, Hans Zimmer is the same guy who did the like the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight trilogy. Hot, he did Inception, Man of Steel. He did Inception. He did Interstellar. All the cool... He did Batman vs. Superman. He did so many awesome soundtracks for whatever reason. I think he hadn't found what, his what, formula yet. Because most of those movies hadn't come out until a few years For whatever ago. reason, Hans Zimmer, you... Other people might like it? ...disappointed us. He did. We I thought it was good be some like just some stupid soundtrack we thought that it was going to be some guy that we had never heard of and then we get to who it was and we were like you have got to be kidding me i definitely cared more about it than she did because i i care he cares a lot i I care about about the score soundtrack that's what that's what i mean more i mean the score he cares a lot more about the scores than i do i so like just so like just (laughs) John so Woo, much, probably because he was having to work with so much Mexican music, and he's, he's like, like, I don't know what to do. He's like, can I use some action music? And he was like, no, you will use the salsa. And he's like, but I don't All he think- had to work with was like a rock and a maraca. And he was just like, <laughs> and that's the music for the whole thing. Are we being culturally insensitive? I'm mean, just saying what it sounds I mean, like. like we're we're, we are, we are Mexican. We're Mexicans. <laughs> so is that okay? I feel like we can make fun of Mexican music. It 
See, I feel like it's fine. And yeah, like I said, the movie did great in the box office. Like that was just it, because of how good the first one was. Right, and then the, this one was bad, and the third one didn't get what it deserved. Even in the box though the office. third one was probably among the best, but that's besides the point. We'll talk about that next time. Talk about that next week. We? Tune in next week on we? Film Talk. Next week. I don't know. We're not ending. Don't worry. Um, if you, if you wanted to share, go ahead, turn it off. But you're gonna miss Hacksaw Ridge next. All right. So I think that. All of that to the last twenty minutes, basically, to say twenty four minutes that the second movie sucked. It was not good. You should not waste your time watching it ever. I'm sorry if you're hearing the clicking. Yeah, um, I'm just switching from our notes to the podcast. Pretty sure we recording. Can just... Oh wow, that's exciting. Sorry, we learned a new feature. Okay, how to switch pages. So all together, I all together, this, this was a bad movie. 35. We're giving it a thirty-five. There. The only reason we're giving it a thirty-five is probably because of no that one seats. scene when they use all the masks in this too. When they use the mask and basically to meet the non-crunch is pretending to be Sean Ambrose's henchman. That scene is pretty pretty hype, and that scene alone I think is what bumps this up from like a ten to a thirty-five. Because the conflict is resolved. It has with some a really good, cool like scene. it has some, it has limited good action scenes. Mm-hmm. Like the scene when he steals it is a pretty cool. However, when Naya picks up the dose, it's like, Naya. <laughs> okay, so this movie is pretty much the classic, classic bad movie with good parts. Except yeah, it's more bad parts. Right, but that's what I mean. Like it's a bad movie that has some like good parts, but it's world, not, not as bad or not as good as right. World. We'll get to that at some point. Yeah. Anyway, Watch film talk so um, purposefully we're going to go ahead and end it here just because I don't want to waste another breath talking about this 35%. Movie. Well, no, 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 but we're going to give it a segue. We're going to go into what Hacksaw Ridge. So in Mission Impossible 2, <laughs> they are worried about the chemicals spreading everywhere. Mm-hmm. Which could you know, cause you know, you know, more. You know what else? The chemicals, that could, chemicals spreading everywhere are deadly. You know what else is deadly? Kids. Lore. There's a movie that's Dude, that was, a, that was such a smooth transition. They don't even know that we're doing a smooth they transition. They don't even they know that we're doing us. transitions. Wow. We are doing fantastic. We are. We are so good at this already. So, yeah, next, I guess a movie that's about war. What? You better believe Are there kids. any movies about war, buddy? I've it never heard Spider-Man. of any. I'm oh thinking. Gosh. I'm thinking. Is that. Who did the score for Hex, this movie? Hex, Hexaw Ridge? Hexaw Ridge? What? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do Hexaw Ridge, guys. Yeah. Alright, yeah. so I'm gonna go ahead and sum this up super duper quickly. Like some <laughs> Um, alright, so basically there's this kid and he grew up in This is Hexaw Ridge. We're talking about Hexaw Ridge. Yeah. There's this kid, his name is Desmond Doss. It's a true completely true World War II story. Basically, the story of the first half is he meets his wife, and he has to fight in court for whether or not he can be in war without a rifle, um, because he is a conscientious a conscientious offender, it. technically speaking. Because of something that happened in his because childhood. Because of something that happened in his childhood, which we're not going to... He, he hit his brother with a brick as a Go kid. watch... Ha- we already gave you time, so... Yeah. He hit his brother with a brick as a child, and so he doesn't ever want to touch a gun again. Um... And another thing is because he almost shot his father at one point in time. Um, like, his dad was basically, like, hitting his mom, and he was laying in bed. He got tired of it. 
he went out, turned out his dad was, like, threatening his mother with a gun. So and so he snatched the gun from his dad and pointed it in his dad's face. And his dad was, and he was, and, you know, Desmond was like, I swear, Dad, so help me, I will do it. And the dad was like, go ahead. Go ahead, boy. Yeah, it was slow motion. It was all in slow motion. It was and, a sad um, scene, we're not like... Yeah, no, that was really, that was like, that was, this whole movie is just a big, touching... It's incredible. This movie is incredible. But so anyway, Crazy so he gory, so he will never gory. touch a gun ever. So they're like, all right, well you're free to run into war without a single weapon to protect you if you want. That's fine. And so he goes to war, and basically they all are fighting on this place called Hacksaw Ridge. They keep getting thrown off of it. They're fighting the Japs, and um, again World War Two stuff. So and they keep they keep having so they retreat, but. You know, Desmond is like, there's a lot of wounded soldiers up here. So he yeah, ends up saving. Yeah, it's crazy gory. Yeah. It's crazy terrifying. So all throughout the night and the next morning, after everyone else has retreated, he is saving the lives of all these soldiers and lowering them down off of the cliff using a type of knot that he invented himself. And he's just, like, lowering them down off of the cliff so that the medics can get to them and help them. And um, he saved 75 men. Yeah, he saved 75 different men. And his whole reason in going to war, the whole reason that he um, went and wanted to be in the army at all was because he said, the quote is something along the lines of, you know, everyone in this world is so set on tearing itself apart, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with one more person trying to put it back together. Um, so his whole point in going to war was that everyone else is going to be shooting at each other and I just want to help them. So that's why he wanted to be a medic without a gun. You know, he didn't ever want to be the reason that someone else died, even if that person was, you know, killing his fellow Americans. Like, he wanted to be, you know, the person who would be rescuing people. Yeah. Not the person who is the reason they died. And that alone is really kind of incredible in and of itself, but, um... You know, because you don't really hear World War Two stories that go like that, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's, 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 like, nice to have, like, he basically is a perfect protagonist. He really is a perfect protagonist. Part. Yeah. Yeah, he really is a perfect protagonist because he has no, he really doesn't have any beef with anyone. Yeah, he like, he gets hold beat any kind up, of grudges. Blood, he gets bloody beat. Um, and so, he is this protagonist who, he's, he is capable. He gets pummeled to a seed of a group. Yes, for real. But he, (laughs) but it's just, he's incredible. Desmond, and Desmond Doss, for a long time, people would ask me, like, who's your hero? And I would say Desmond Doss. For a long time? Yes. You mean, like, a year and a half since you saw the That's a long time. (laughs) That is. That's a long time. Well, and he is, like, real. In the span of my life. He actually is a hero. Like, and it's real. Like, in at yeah. the end of the movie, they play clips of Desmond Doss, like the real Desmond Doss, right. talking and telling the stories. And they're so specific. Yeah, and so the movie got it so right. So specific little details in this movie, like, told the perfect... It told the story completely perfectly. And, um, you know, just... Mel Gibson as the director of this yeah, was he did, so impressive. He did a lot of good But movies. Andrew Garfield as Desmond Doff, Doss? Dude, he... He... Oh my gosh, dude, he did perfect. He killed it. He killed that role. He was the perfect... I believed that that was him. 
And what was the girl's name? Who she who played? Um. So the girl was. So he got married to this woman named Dorothy Doss. Well, Dorothy. Dorothy. Whatever her last. Whatever her last. Yeah, but and she changed her name to the Dorothy Doss. So and the actor was Teresa Palmer, and let me tell you, those their two had chemistry great, was great so chemistry. hype. It was so good. I know. They you believed that they really were in love with one another. And they yeah. were, they did such an amazing job yeah, like making the, us the, believe Yeah, like, their them. first date and everything. Like, you could mm-hmm. definitely tell that, like, yeah, that was, and everything he did matched his character. Like, right. Yeah, there was no, because, you know, some movies you have, like, they do something and you're like, would that person really do that? For example. To meet the Mission Impossible crunch. 2, to meet the non-crunch. She, you know, meets him in the ribs. We're not gonna, we're not gonna get to that. Though. And he makes. We're a in face. a happy place. <laughs> You're right. We're in a happy. But place. just the cinematography of this movie, the score, the score. What was the guy's name who did the score? He, what was it? Greg, Gregson something. Gregson Williams. Gregson Williams. I think it was like Edgar Gregson Williams. Or Edgar, something. we'll go with that. Edgar Gregson Williams or something. Write that down. He, okay. He, um, yeah, dude, he did phenomenally. Just every single little minute detail of this movie was perfect. They got the war perfectly right. They got the yep. part before the war perfectly right. And I love that the way that they, you know, did this movie, where the first half was basically you fall in love with Desmond, Desmond Doss. Doss. And then the second half, um, yeah, I love Andrew Garfield. I will not say no to watching a movie that has Andrew Garfield in it. Anyway. Except but so, Right. So the first half of the movie, you are watching Desmond Doss become the man who is going to be capable of what he does in the second half of the movie. Yeah. And you... He, has, he does have moments of uh, moments of vulnerability mm-hmm. where, like, we get a scene of him where he has perfect, like, he has the right to do this, where he's, like, in jail because he didn't follow the, like, he didn't follow the protocol or whatever. Mm-hmm. The ghost Someone and someone was and telling like him to pick up a rifle and he wouldn't do it. And so then he like got like he was took like he, he was put in like a war jail like a cell. a cell until I think until the war was over or something. Yeah, he was told that that's how long he'd have to be there. And so he like flipped the bed and he got really mad, but like that was after a long time. Yeah, like he was in there for a couple of days. I think it's like. That's he missed his wedding, me. and I think that he was angry because yeah, he was having Yeah, and he missed his, miss his wedding. wedding. That's one of the saddest moments ever. He's so happy to get married. Uh-huh. He's so hyped to go home, and then all of a sudden they're like, you have to come to jail. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yep, let's go And he's jail. like, he's like, no, 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 I, ha- I have a wedding. And he's like, like, I have to get married tomorrow. And they're like, no. I think it was the same day. No. I think it may have been. And so then there, it cuts to, like, the wedding. Ugh. Ugh. So many times where it just, like, pulled at your heartstrings. And then the war part, when he's just lowering soldier after soldier after soldier. And he keeps saying this thing where he's like, Lord, let me get one more. One Andrew more. Andrew Garfield has a really good southern he accent. He does a good I was he very... He does a really good I was very accent. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> he just... Oh, man. I love him in this movie. And I love... Oh, I love Desmond Doss. I just... Not a creepy way out of him. No. I, one, you know. One of the best things they did was the the beginning and the end the beginning was showing him and his brother racing and then he like hurts him and whenever mm-hmm. you see that you're like okay whoever this boy was i kind of hate him right now yeah and so that kind of shows like the like it kind of shows that he is not 
perfect. Like right, like he makes like mistakes. Talked, like we said before, how with uh, Scott Pilgrim, where mm-hmm. Scott was not perfect, and neither is Desmond Doss. But like he, like he definitely tries. Right, to you can see him being shaped into this person who's capable of being right. the perfect protagonist. And you can see that he has struggles, like he wants... And it's real. Right, like he like wants to hit thing. that guy, but he won't, because he knows that he shouldn't hit that guy. And I think it's Because weird. he knows that that person is equal to him, and he knows that hitting him would mean that he's putting himself above that guy. And the we're, we're talking about this like he is a character. He's a real guy, right. but we, we, we think that they did a really good job of doing that in the movie. Whoever right. the real guy is, I think he passed away in like 2006, right? Um, I think it might have been more recently than that. It was 2006. Was it 2006? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that then. I definitely think it was 2006. Alright, you can look it up if you want. No, that's good. I already right. know what it is. Alright, we'll go with 2006 then. Yeah. But yeah, this guy, whoever this real Desmond Doss guy is, he is absolutely incredible. Was it 2006? It was. Yeah. Are you right? Yeah. I, I mean, I just looked it up on the web MD in my brain. The web MD. Web brain. Yeah. But and then they they did the ending perfectly well, where they didn't try to resolve everything, where it showed Desmond during, with the wedding. Right. It ended with him just on the, like a gosh, like a. Yeah. It was like a carrier thing where it was like they Honestly, were hooked though, up to. Uh, I don't know why we're even surprised that it went that well because if you give Mel Gibson a movie, that movie's gonna happen. Yeah. That yeah. movie is gonna be the best movie. Of the century until Mel Gibson makes another movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely done very, very well with Mm -hmm. a ton of movies. Yeah, but um, I think that I'm ready to make a decision on how much percentage this is gonna get. What? I think that this movie should get a ninety. Are you ready? Because I'm trying to make up my mind between two numbers. A ninety. Well, no. Like, I'm, I'm thinking either a 96 or a 97. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I, have to, I just have one more thing to say. So, okay. just the ending, they ended it abruptly, where he where he just, like, it was, the part whenever, um, or something that happened was, like, it wasn't the very end, but it was towards it, where he was being carried away to, like, be taken care of the medics, and he was, and all they cared about was his Bible, and, like, they had to go back to the battlefield and find it, and... It wasn't, like, this major plot point or anything, but it had a picture of Dorothy in it, and, like, that was so important to him, and, like, his Bible was so important to him. Like, those two things are, like, what drives him. Right. And, like, you can definitely see that, and then the end, when it ends abruptly, that can be a problem. Yeah. The first time that I watched it, I was like, what? That's all we get? But the more that I'm watching it... It was was actually really good, and they showed the clips from Desmond Doss's life. Right. But the more that I watch it, I'm like... Yeah, that's all we need to this know. This is good. <laughs> that's all we need. Like, Because so, it's really, it's not the story of Desmond Doss, it's the story of Hacksaw Ridge, which is why they didn't call it Desmond Doss and they called it Hacksaw Ridge. It's the story of Desmond Doss. It's the story of what Desmond made Doss. him who he could be to do what he did. I definitely, it's definitely about Desmond Doss. It is about Desmond Doss's journey of becoming just Desmond Doss to becoming a soldier who could do what he did on Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Hacksaw Ridge is like the second half, like we said. Right. That's where like, the movie gets its title and everything. You de- you definitely are scared. And one of the best moments of the entire movie is whenever Desmond is in the tunnels of the Japs. J- Japanese. Gosh. The. J- what are they called? Oh my. People from Japan. Japanese people. 
Japs? No, like, you have American, Japanese, Spain, is it Chinesian? That's not it. <laughs> Japanese people. No, it's just Japanese. Japanese people. I, <laughs> I thought that for some reason there was a phrase, what? and I was You're like, You're being so that. culturally insensitive on this one. How? Gosh, we have to start this over. No, we're not going to start over. No, we're not. So, I just, it, the, the, there's like a Jap that, I could have just said that, there's a Jap that Desmond runs into in the tunnels, where like Desmond's sneaking around and he sees a Jap mm-hmm. who's bleeding, and it doesn't kill him, because that's what it, anyone else would have done, because that's what they're there to do, but he sees beyond that, and he like, heals him. Yeah, not, he, he gives him medicine. He, yeah, gosh. And helps he his, doesn't heal him. And helps he's, his wound to heal. Right, yeah, he, he doesn't heal him, sorry, he's not. Right. Yeah, he's not God. Don't. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that he's that perfect. Mm-hmm. But, but he, he's like, he definitely up there, though. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Joanna's like, God, a centimeter down, Desmond Doss, then <laughs> all the way down. Me. <laughs> That's no, like, Joanna, then, you're, no, you're, listen. You're you know who would be at the very man. bottom? To meet the non crunch. Yeah. <laughs> to meet the non crunch. <laughs> the way bottom, millions and millions of miles down, then. Just a couple centimeters up from that, Todd Packer. Oh. Ooh, I don't know about that. Off the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Even your favorite. No, shows I'd say Tom. I say I'd say I'd say uh, you know Todd what? Packer's below. Really? I don't know. I really uh, hate Timmy the Non-Crunch. He... Timmy the Non-Crunch is just a playboy. He's not like terribly unlikable. Yeah, he does have good hair. Todd Packer doesn't have good hair. Todd Packer is awful. Is he like bald? He has like those two things on the side. Oh, like Kevin. But not. Why are we talking Kevin? about this? Focus. You keep distracting me. No. Okay, but just the movie is fantastic. There's a ton of language and yeah. f words. It's realistic because that's what they do in war. But there's gore. Yeah. And there's blood. I mean, I think basically you've seen it. what we're saying is go watch the movie if you haven't seen it. Crap. Uh, I think I mentioned before that it has gore, and whenever we told you to watch it. I yeah. really hope that we didn't just spoil this movie for someone. Um, I gave them time to go watch it. I don't know if I told yeah. them it was... You know what? It's fine. Person, anyway. you'll be you'll drawn be to this area. Go over to this part. Yep, 4150. Yeah, you got it. This movie is gory. And it has tons and tons of bad words. If that bothers you, maybe this isn't a good movie. But if you want to see a movie of basically a flawless person... You know what? It's just it's a really good movie. You should watch it. I'm giving it a 96 what's keeping you from making it a hundred. Not that I am gonna say it's a hundred, but just because it's difficult to say that a movie is absolutely perfect. There are always gonna be parts of a movie it's you know, it's cinematic. So you look back at it and there could always be something that could have been done differently. I'm just gonna say that about ninety six percent of this movie was exactly how it should have been. They did a lot right. Mm-hmm. I could you think we could justify a 97? I could justify it being a 100. I mean, I could too. I just It's difficult for me to say Let's in good conscience that it's perfect. Let's give it a 97. Okay. I, I'm so, thinking 98. And it's definitely in the running to be in the best movies. Yeah. Definitely. This is the same guy who did Braveheart, so if you're a fan of that movie, you're going to like this movie too, maybe. Maybe. TM. Yeah. You will like it, no matter what. 
No, so currently, it's so, a war movie. Well, let's go ahead and. Look. I don't know why we're saying if you're gonna like it or not because you're watching this if right. you have seen it. All right, so let's go ahead and look at our current list of candidates for the best movie of all time. You know what we should do? What? We should. We should probably like. Do a review at the beginning, where it's like. Should we do a review at the beginning where it's like. For non-spoilers, and it's like, this is a great movie, go check it out, or like, it's gore and violence, language bothers, you don't see this. Hmm. We should that first. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's a person who's drawn to this area. Watch it. Anyway, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's, Watch it if... He's going off the deep end gore here. And anyway, violence. so our current list of candidates for best movie of all time... We have Hacksaw Ridge with a 97, and Scott Pilgrim with a 94. So did we get a 94? We did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. Wow. If you haven't seen that, definitely go watch it. Which you have because you took our orders last time. You can watch it on different things. Yeah. You could do Netflix, where there's some stuff that happens there might make you get the uh uh-oh feeling. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, we could do a sponsor um, here. Sponsored by VidAngel. <laughs> Are you bothered by the inappropriate content in movies? Go to VidAngel. Nice. Look anyway, so so um, we're not sponsored. No. They're not paying us to say that. I don't think that anyone would pay us to could do we, this right now. Like, if someone is paying us to say this though, like if someone were, could we say that they weren't, or would that not? Be I think that I would not. I think that if it's an ad. You have to say that it's an ad, or at least be sneaky enough about it that no one's going to notice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I think about. I don't, th- I don't know why anyone would. From film talk. I don't think that anyone is ever going to pay. I don't think that anyone would pay us to do this right. We're just sitting here talking about movies. Whatever. A lot of people get paid to do this. Okay, well, you know what? Just sit there. I think Tim Hawkins has a million dollars. Okay, so, um, anyway. And our list of absolute no's are Mission Impossible movies 1 and 2 with the low scores of 82 and 35. It's not... See, the first one, like we said, it's not that it's terrible, it's just that it's not good enough. Right. And for Mission Impossible 2, it is horrible and they never should have made it. Whoops. I said it. All the cards are on the table now. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, that's what John Woo was saying. I was talking to John Woo. That's good. Because he's listening to me all the time. That's a... <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so... Oh, okay, hold on. Are we gonna... So, in Hacksaw Ridge, there are many kind of seemingly like out-of-this-world moments. Like, how could someone be this great? Right? I mean, like, I guess how could someone do this? Like, you wouldn't be willing to do that. Like, mm-hmm. almost like out of this world. There's a common character mm. that's going to be in a new movie who came really? from out of space <gasps> called Captain you Marvel. You are so sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Naya says. Don't you do Oh, stop it. <laughs> oh, yikes. Wow. Um. So. Don't know where to go from here. Wow. Sneaky. You're just saying that? Captain Marvel is sneaky. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, Captain so Marvel. Captain Marvel is... So it hasn't come out, and it won't come out till March 7th. Right. I'm remembering that correctly. And, of course, everyone's hyped for it. Everyone is It's like, coming out on, like, Boop. Women's Day. Really? 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's going to be any better than Wonder Woman. You know what? I was thinking about that, too. I don't know if it will be better than Wonder Woman, because Wonder Wonder Woman Woman was an awesome movie. Wonder Woman was kind of like, step out of the way, Steve Trevor. I know that we love each other, but I'm going to do this without you. Yeah. You're going to basically do nothing. I pretty much loved Wonder Woman. That was kind of... That was another one that could potentially be a perfect movie. We'll talk about it. The Ares Battle. Okay. A 90% worthy movie. Because of the Ares Battle. You no, know I'm what? We're not like, talking about it right now. We're not no, I give it like a 93. 93? Is it better than Scott Pilgrim? Is it worse than Scott Pilgrim? Mm, we will definitely have to discuss that. Is it better later. than Mission Impossible? You know what? We will discuss it, it later. It is. Is it better than Mission Impossible 2? Do we even have to ask that? Every movie. Every, every movie. movie. Even Joanna's opinion of Justice League is better than wow. Mission Impossible 2. That is a little bit intense. My opinion and of Justice League is better than Mission and... Alright. We'll talk so about So, moving that. on from then. So, um, from... So Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel... What do you think the main plot of that movie is going to be? Um... Here, let me take the mic. To be honest with you, I honestly... No. To, I don't... I don't know. I... Nick Fury's in this. And I definitely am positive we're going to see him lose his eye. Oh yeah, like that's definitely. If they don't do that, I'm probably gonna, obviously probably gonna throw something at the TV, and make and like have it land on its eyes. And I'm like, ha! I made it happen. <laughs> they made a bad with movie. or without you, directors. And he, we definitely. I don't know. I think this movie is gonna be good, but I'm uncertain. But you're right. So, what I'm a little bit annoyed about is that Marvel Already? isn't releasing any movies that are girl empowerment. No. no. That's what Captain Marvel basically is. I'm annoyed that they aren't going to release any movies that will let us see what it's like to live in a world where 50% of the people have disappeared. I wanted, That's what I want to see. W- I wanted to direct and make one. Like, <laughs> I wanted to make... I don't know. I That's a thing that I do. I want to make movies. I think it'd be really interesting. It doesn't even have to be a full theatrical one. Right. Maybe just like a 30... Maybe even like... Just an exclusive for the Blu-ray of um, Infinity War. They didn't do that. They already released it. Maybe for Endgame. Maybe a bundle for Infinity War and Endgame. And then right. that. But, like, I just want to see a world where, like, what is it like? Because Ant-Man and the Wasp, I thought it was going to show us that. Right. But it took place during. And once I found that, I was like, okay. Oh. Spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Don't watch this. <laughs> no, okay, I didn't You're say anything. You're ruining everything okay, for everyone. Cover you, okay, just... There cover was, your ears? <laughs> for Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you haven't seen it, just kind of don't listen till about, like... Okay, ten seconds from as soon as I say the N-O-W word, you're going to cover your ears. Yeah, so, now. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think, is, um, like, the, at the end, they should have shown what it was like to live in that kind of world, but all they showed was what happened. Right. Yeah, no, okay. I... You should have... You can uncover your ears now. Yeah. You're definitely right about that. Um, they... I was kind I of... I was really hoping that they would... I no, wanted... You know, movie. No. It, they just didn't do that. But, right. like, but they should I did, though. Like a 20-minute film where it's, like, is, is it, like, Jumanji... 
in the 1990s where everyone is, like, breaking things and stealing things. Right. It might be like that. Is it where I mean, people are kind of peaceful, like the office, whenever they don't have a manager and they just do their work? Like, are they just acting like... I doubt right. that. Because they kind of just lost 50% of them. I mean, you know, are something like planet, that. Are plants taken away? I'm... Half of the grass in Wakanda should have gone away. I mean, I'm pretty certain that it did. Crap. Infinity War spoilers. Anyway, so I'm hoping that for at least a little bit of this movie, we'll get to see, you know, what the world is like as of right now, like as of the yeah. 50% leaving, but I guess that I'm just a little, you know, I mean, Spellbound. What, what is this going to be taking place, like the 60s? Okay, Nick Fury is, I'd say, about 50... I'm pretty sure it's the 60s. I'm pretty sure. Are you looking it up? I can look it up. Don't look it up. You want to be surprised. Okay. I'm pretty certain that it's going to be in the 60s. It could be. But. Who knows. But, so if it is, then that would mean that Nick Fury. No, it can't be the 60s. I think it's like the 80s or the 90s. Oh, Because well, Nick Fury is like 50 right now, wouldn't you say? He's like 50. I mean, he knew Tony Stark's dad? Yeah. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Really? I'm pretty sure. He knew... You know what? We will say that it was in a time period before now. Okay. Anyway, so it's in like a... Not like a super distant in the past time, but, you know, definitely not now anymore. Yeah. Like, I definitely think that... It, I definitely know that we're going to see her for like full power and like she's going to be the key to right. helping the Avengers defeat I'm Thanos. actually kind of concerned that they're going to get to the end of the movie and she's also going to go bye-bye. And then we're all just going to be like, we just, we totally all have just been made fools of. And we're going to weep because we know that there's no hope. Wow. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be sad. There'd be no hope. Yep. There'd be no reason for Endgame. That's true. Alright, so, just a bit of a recap here of what we've talked about, um, this We didn't really give a, we didn't really give a prediction, but, no, no, we'll do it next time. Yeah, we're just talking, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, we have just, so, we've added to our list of candidates for the potential best movie of all time, um, we have Hacksaw Ridge at 97%, Mm -hmm. Scott Pilgrim at 94%, and our absolute no's are Mission Impossible's 1 and 2, with Mm -hmm. the low ratings of 82 and and 35 um, just because they're just not worthy. Yeah. Um, so next time that we pull one of these out, yes. we are going to be talking about Mission, Mission Impossible 3. 3, which we're super yes. hyped to talk about with you. And we're also going to talk about, we just decided what we're going to do. We're also going to talk about another movie. Do you remember? We just decided. How could we possibly... We're, oh, um, we're going to give predictions. Uh, is it Amazing Spider-Man? No. No? We're, we're going to give predictions on... Oh, yeah, we're going to give predictions about Aladdin. Yes, the, the new, new one. Live with the funky-looking Will Smith. The live-action movie that has this stupid new genie, and we are just completely not ready to deal with the hurt that we know this is inevitably going to cause. 
so, we're, but the other movie that we're going to rate next week is the original Jumanji. From then, 1996? 1996, apparently. I don't know. And I guess at the time after that, we'll talk about the Welcome mm. to the Jungle. Jumanji. Right, yeah. But, so, yeah. So, look out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're make super sure you, excited. Make sure you watch Mission Impossible 3 mm-hmm. and Jumanji and Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle right. before you see us whenever. Before you try to listen to us talk about it. Yes. And, um... Yeah, so it should be good stuff coming mm-hmm. up. So And a piece of advice to leave you before we hit the game over button. Whatever you do, do not be like Tamitha Non Crumbs. Yep, take a lesson from him. Okay. Don't be that All guy. Alright, here, I'm going to press the button.